Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Father, we don't, uh, we don't completely understand, but Lord, we look to you today. Lord, help us to open your word, and as we do, that you open our hearts to the power of your spirit. Whatever's happened in someone's life here today, Lord, maybe that they don't understand, I pray you just, Lord, let them look to your word today and look to you. Father, we'll be careful to give you the praise. Lord, we thank you that we've been able to worship you already, and Lord, we just look to you today in Jesus' name, amen. Hope you'll continue to pray for Ben and Lori, I know it just made me think, uh, uh, I always give Lori my, my phone and, uh, in the back there, and it just made me think about her. So she's recovering from surgery, and uh, I remember, I'm, I'm going to put my phone over here because the last time, if you remember, uh, it talked back to me in the middle of the service. So uh, <laughs> anyway, so we're glad that you're with us today. You know, when we don't understand, there's some things in life, and I don't care what you try and do as a person, there's some things you're just not going to understand. I'll give an example with me. I remember in high school, it uh, just made me think about this week. I ran into to one of my coaches in uh, basketball, and, and uh, actually Coach Swartz, he was my favorite coach, and uh, he taught math, you know, and, and algebra, and I don't care if you would have set me down for eight hours a day and went over it with me, I would have still not understood algebra. So he would always say every Friday, uh, he would call me up in front of the math class and say, Dallas, come up and race all the chalk off the chalkboard so you can play basketball this weekend. So... I don't care what I did, I would not understand algebra. I don't care what it was. There, and there's things, there's something in your life that I don't know what it is, but as long as you live, you'll never be able to figure out why something has happened or has not happened. And when we look at God's word today and say, well, when there's something in, in our life and that we don't understand, the Lord always tells us to go to his word. In Isaiah chapter 55, I want to read verses 8 through 11. And I want you to think about your life right now, whatever you're thinking, whatever you're having a hard time understanding, and seeing what God's word says right now. Or Isaiah 55 verse 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts and your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but waters the earth and makes it forth and bud, but it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Now listen to verse 11. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what it pleases. And it shall prosper in the thing from which I sent it. You know, we don't 
understand there's something in your life and in my life that, that we just will not be able to figure out. Well, then what do we do? I want to encourage you today to know that what you and I can do is that when we go to God's word, there's something we don't understand. He's pointing us to the future. I want you to think about whatever it is right now that you're having a hard time understanding. I want you to look at a perspective of God has a future and a hope for your life, for my life. No matter what we're going through, no matter what we cannot figure it out, we don't understand it. We don't understand why our families had to go through it or what you're facing uh, as a husband or as a wife or, or even what Ben and Lori been through uh, with the surgery here lately and, and last week. And also, you know, uh, just being honest with you, I had a, a difficult week and I said, Lord, uh, this is why I want to bring this out today because of has been announced at the end of the service last week, a, a, a long time, really faithful brother in Christ, John Raznick went home to be with the Lord. And, uh, you know, one of the things I was thinking about with our church and him being on our board. And, uh, I can remember going down to his office Seven years ago, really right around now, which we're rejoicing next week will be the anniversary of our, of our church. I remember going in his office and we sat there and we incorporated, we looked on a computer to see how we could name the, the church. I wanted to call it City Church about reaching our, 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 our community for Christ. And, I, and he says, well, and I remember sitting there looking at the computer, he says, well, there's so many in, in the area here, the city church, and we talked about we're part of the Akron-Canton area, and we'll just call it AC for Akron-Canton, and we can incorporate it even though we'll call it city church. And it's so clear to me sitting in his office seven years ago, right about right now, and to thank the Lord for some reason uh, took him home last week. Now, I don't, I don't understand, and I, I don't try and figure it out and say, Lord, why? Never be able to be able to figure that out. John did so much for God's kingdom and so much for so many churches and, and boards that he had helped, and he was on in, in Chapel Hill Christian School and Cauga Valley Christian Academy and, and Emmanuel Christian School and our church and so many things that he did. It's confusing. But God is not the author of confusion. And when it's something in your life and you put yourself in there right now to know that we look to the future, and when we look to the future, God says that if you look to my word, something good is going to happen. What's the alternative? The alternative is when we get confused and it just turns into bitterness. I've seen so many people over the years uh, handle bad situations bad, and I've seen so many people handle bad situations good. And whatever it is you're facing right now that you're going through, you know, no one can feel anybody else's pain, but it might have happened a year ago. It might have been five years ago. 
but it's still with you. And everybody else is going about their daily life. But I want you to know that God tells us today that when we don't understand, we look to his word. And you know, in the original language in the Hebrew, you know, there's not a word. There's no word in the Hebrew language for coincidence. There's no word. In the original language, there's only the word for God's plan. There's no word for coincidence. It's not a coincidence for what you're happening or what you're going through. What, what I do know with conviction, certainty, I know where John is. He's in heaven with the Lord right now. And all, all the conversations that we had over the years about God's work and about reaching people for Christ and all the lunches that John and I had. And uh, last time I saw him, uh, gave me a big hug and said, hey, we've got to get to lunch. And um, that's the last thing I remember. In your life and in my life, God's saying, you know what, we can stop in our life and whatever happens, and it just seems to push it into neutral. And you just feel like you're sitting there and you're not going to get anywhere. And we have the choice at a certain time that we have to choose that we're going to, even though we don't understand, we're going to say, Lord, we're going to look to your word. We're going to know something is going to happen. And even though I can't figure this out, we know you're going to do something through your word. So what does he tell us again? Let's continue. I want you to go back, still in Isaiah, but look at Isaiah chapter 43 and verses 18 and 19. Whatever it is in your life or my life and that we have a hard time figuring out and not being able to understand, the Lord gives us a future gives us a hope, but he tells us something very important with what's happened in your life, what's happened last week or last year. He tells us in verse 18, do not remember the former things nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall you not know it? I will make a road even in the wilderness. It's important in that verse. If we get stuck in neutral or if we get bitter or we get confused, the Lord's saying, careful, careful, because I'm, I'm, I'm doing something here and I, I want you to see, don't, don't miss it. Right now, whatever you're, you're in, the situation that you're in right now, God is telling you and speaking you through his spirit, whether you're watching or whether you're here, God is speaking to you saying, careful, don't miss what I'm about to do. I'm going to do something so new that even I can put a road in the wilderness or a river in the desert. I want you to know today, God is taking your situation right now, if you're willing, even though you don't understand it, and you'll not be able to figure it out, he's going to tell you, he promises you that he's going to do something new in your life and in my life. He's going to do something new in your marriage. He's going to do something new in your family. He's going to do something new personally in your life or in my life. If we're willing, don't miss it. Don't miss what God's going to do. 
You know, when Moses was in the wilderness and he was out and he walked by, it says he walked by and there was a burning bush. And it says he started to walk by, but then he glanced and realized that's not normal. And he stood and God spoke to him through the burning bush. Don't miss in your life right now when you see something happening that's not normal. Know that God is speaking to you through that. And know God is going to take the situation, whatever it is, even though you don't understand it, when something so abnormal that happens in your life Careful, be careful, watch, watch and listen because God is going to do something new. And this is what we have as believers. I, I've often said this whole last year of all the different things we've seen, whether it's politically or whether it's wars and rumors of wars or the pandemic, or what do people do that don't have the hope of Jesus? What do they do? I don't, I don't know. But I know that you and I today have the hope of Christ when something is happening in your life. It's not a coincidence. It's a plan, and God is going to work that plan. And God's going to take whatever is happening, and he's going to do something new. You and I are a child of God. He doesn't tease you. He doesn't confuse you. He doesn't put any harm in your way. The devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And Jesus comes to give you life. So what does he tell us today? And one other verse I want you to look at. It's in the Old Testament in the book of Psalm, chapter 90 and verse 12. So what can we do when we don't understand? There's something that we can activate in our life and that God wants us to do. And Psalm 90 And verse 12, Psalm 90 and verse 12. So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Let me read it again. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. You know, uh, it's hard for me to conceptualize when I talk about this, but, you know, I think that uh, I'm so thankful that we've had another grandchild and the Lord's blessed. And, you know, the first time that someone says that you're a grandparent, you know, it's like, <laughs> what? I'm not, no, I'm not that old. That's, I'm not that old yet. What? And then how the Lord is blessed and, and all the, the grandkids are all running around there getting all before you know it. And it's like, what, what happened? What, what happened? What, I'm here to tell you today that when there's something that's going on right now in your life that you don't understand, that I don't understand, God says, I want you to take time and push it out of the way. He says, I want you to live in my dimension. And his dimension is a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is a day. So God wants you and I to look at our life in such a way that if we really make today count 
we're going to gain wisdom. And he's going to show you what to do next. But you have to ask the Lord. You have to ask the Lord for wisdom. I, I, I'm not here, and you know how I speak and preach and not to get down but let me ask you a question. How many times last week did you ask the Lord for wisdom? Whatever it might be, in your home life, to your kids, at work, whatever it might be. Lord, teach us to number our days. Because you know what? There's going to be things in your life, in my life, we're never going to understand. And whether it's John now home with the Lord, I often tell people so many times that it's okay to ask the Lord questions, but don't question the Lord. And so someone... One time after, so I said, Dallas, I'm not, I'm not sure, what, what, what do you mean by that? And I said, all I mean by that is this, is when something happens that you don't understand in your life, is it's okay to ask the Lord questions, but don't get bitter. Don't question the Lord. Don't get to the place to where the bitterness pushes you into neutral, and then you'll not be able to see something new that God is going to do. Because our life is so much like a vapor. God is doing something in your life right now today in the situation that you don't understand, that I don't understand. Now, let me close with this today. You know, uh, I believe it was last Sunday I got a text message. And um, I said, hey, Dallas. I just wanted to thank you and said a few things on there. I'll try and keep it generic. But he said uh, uh, someone that I had known well. He said, I just want to thank you for da-da-da-da. He said, it was 38 years ago today that you and your dad came to the hospital. I said, what, what, are, you, what are you talking about, Dallas? It's 38 years ago last Sunday I got to church early, and I'd just been in ministry a couple years, and, and Dad said, hey, uh, can you go with me real quick to the hospital? I said, yeah, Dad. I said, what's up? So we're on our way to the hospital, and, uh, and the person who texted me, Dana, he said, I just want to thank you for and remind you what the Lord has done. Because that morning that they were driving, I believe, to church, Heather, his wife, was pregnant at the time, came up over and had on collision, and she was killed. The child, of course, of the baby being six months pregnant and her being home with the Lord. Just like that. And he texted me, he just wanted to thank me for, for being there in the hospital room that Sunday morning with him. I thought that was 38 years ago. 38 years. I thought, you know, if we can take the bad in our life and use the example of what Joseph tells us in the book of Genesis. You know the story of Joseph when he was a favorite of his father and he had a coat of many colors and so on and so forth and his 
brothers were jealous of him. They were going to kill him. One of the brothers said, ah, we can't do that. He said, let's, let's see these travelers going to Egypt. We'll sell him off as a slave, and we'll, we'll make it like an animal or a lion or a bear had killed him. We'll take his coat from him and put blood on it, and we'll just tell Dad that's what happened. So he did. So they sold him into slavery. He goes to Egypt, and all those years wondering, Lord, why is this happening? There's something great in Genesis that tells us about Joseph. When Joseph had nothing, was stripped from everything, and a country didn't even know the language, didn't understand why this happened, why his brothers had done this to him, it said God's favor was still on his life. And when he was there, he became the person that was over a whole household of one of the warriors at the time, if you will. But Potiphar's wife accused him of sexually abusing her, which he didn't do. And here he is just starting to make it again, and now he's, he's knocked down again. And he's in prison. And the story goes two more years again. That's your story, isn't it? It, it just seems like there was years and years and years that he was sold into slavery and all those years down there. And the Bible says he was just getting ready to the place to where <clears throat> things were starting to get a little bit normal. And then he's put in prison for two more years again. Don't try and figure out it because a lot of times when something happens in your life or my life, the devil not only hits you once, he hits you twice. He comes at you again and again. He wants to take you out. But as the story ends, God had a plan. It wasn't a coincidence that all that had happened. That he went all the way down all those hundreds and hundreds of miles away from home. The Bible tells us, which if you know the story, Pharaoh had a dream that no one could interpret. But he was able to interpret the dream. And he told him there's going to be seven years of great wealth in our nation. And there's going to be seven years of famine. And he's told Pharaoh this is what should be done. He said there's no one like Joseph at all. And it says, the Bible tells us, and this is what I want you to get today. Immediately, that part of his life was over. And God put him in a position Second in command of all the land of millions of people. Immediately. God will take your situation. And when it's time, he's going to pull you out of it. And he's going to do something new. And he's in this situation for years. And all of a sudden, the famine hits. They're in a good position. And Pharaoh is so unbelievably thankful that Joseph is there and he listens to him greatly because now he sees the famine come. Joseph's older brothers, his father, lived far away, but they had no choice but to go to Egypt to get food because there was great famine. Bible tells us to finish this and wrap this up. 
that when his brothers were before him, that he had everybody leave the room. And he had put something in the camel's back, if you will, backpack, to make it like they had stolen a bunch of things and brought them into the room, and they thought for sure that they were going to die. He didn't recognize him. He even looked like Egyptian at that time. Spoke Egyptian. But then he began to speak to his brothers that years and years ago that sold him into slavery. And he broke down and wept. And he said, this is who I am. I'm your brother, Joseph. And they thought for sure that they were going to lose their life. And he says this to them, which I say to you today. He said, what the devil meant for evil, God turns it into good. See, I'm here just to remind you today, whether what took place with Dana years ago or John Rasnick last week or what Ben and Lori have had to go through or what you put in your life, what you've been through. I'm here just to remind you today when you don't understand what you do is we go to God's word. And God will put a new way in the wilderness. He will do something new. He will refresh your life. And you know what? Before we know it, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is a day. One day we won't have any questions. One day we won't have to ask or we'll understand it all. And all I want to do today is just remind you to know when you don't understand, don't get better. Just to know that Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Just to know that He will give you wisdom to know that he will direct your path. And when you can't figure it out, that's okay. Just rest and know that Jesus is right there with you and he'll show you what to do. And if you're willing to do that today when you don't understand, you'll be able to say the same thing as Joseph after all the years that he went through. And the Lord blessed his life because he didn't get bitter. What the devil meant to destroy your life with, God will turn it to good. I encourage you today. And I challenge you today just the same as I've had to challenge myself this week. Lord, why? John did so much for your kingdom. But just know, please, hear me. I don't know what's going to happen in your life this next week. I don't know what's going to happen in my life. But I know if I'm willing, if I'm willing to say, Lord, I don't understand this, but I'm going to trust you. Let's bow our heads for prayer today. You know, as our heads are bowed today, what is it in your life, whether you're watching, you're here, whether it's your future, whether it's your family, whether it's something that you are not sure of right now? What's the future hold? I don't know. 
But I know if you're willing to trust Jesus with whatever you're facing, he's going to do something new. And all the way along it, as you go along the pain that you face, he is the prince of peace. He'll show you the way. He'll prosper your way. And all the way along, he will comfort you. And one day before we know it, the things that we have wondered, why, why, why? Day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is a day. I, I challenge you today to stay faithful and to know when you don't understand, trusting. If you're here today and you've been watching or maybe you're here and you say, Dallas, hey, this is new to me. I'm, I'm not sure about all of this or what you've said, and I don't even know what, what, what this is all about. It's about Jesus Christ giving you hope. To know no matter what you and I are going to face this week, he can handle it. And it begins with the cross. And all you have to do, if you're watching today, if you don't know Jesus as your Savior, if you want to have hope today, if you want to not get bitter, if you want to be able to, to find the way what is actually what God wants you to do for purpose in this life, you just pray this prayer as God said from your heart, Jesus, forgive me. I believe that you're God's son. You came to this world to die on the cross for me. And right now, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me from this day forward. Help me to live by your resurrection power. Father, we thank you today. Lord, even if there's someone that's here even right now in the midst that, that is still contemplating, still wondering, Lord, as Ben leads us in this closing song today, may they come forward and I can show them in your word and they can accept you today. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. Father, even when we don't understand, Lord, you are there with us to guide us, to love us and to direct us. In Jesus' name. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. 
and you can have heaven as your home, Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC. Or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services. And we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.